Hey guys, welcome to Contest Prep University. I'm Joe Klimzeski with Adam Atkinson, and we're going to start a new series this week talking about cultural trends within physique sport. And uh, Adam, if, if people are chronologically listening to us, we, we've kind of dabbled into some big feature topics recently, not just the technicalities of, of nutrition and peaking. And so I, I thought it'd be great to just kind of do a little bit of a historical comparison of, of what the sport used to be, what it's like today, and what we may see uh, coming up in the future. So uh, the first thing I think of, because I got involved in the, what I would call the soap opera of the sport, the community, and just really caring what's happening all the way back when I was 12, 13 years old. And I started following those those great legends of the 80s and just just watching it like a hawk. It was inspiring to my my journey. And yet, especially once I got into adulthood, my 20s and 30s, I always felt like this just doesn't mix with reality. Like everybody in the general population looks at the sport of bodybuilding as just a circus sideshow. And now I feel like that has changed quite a bit because we've kind of broadened the experience for a lot of people. We brought in things like figure and bikini and men's physique that that are definitely more mainstream. So I'm curious what your perception is of just, just you know, where does physique sport fit in culture at large? Yeah, I think everything's progressive. You know, um, I think, you know, in comparison, would people listen to electronica music had they not heard, you know, maybe heavy metal or something uh, really off the grid first. And I think you're exactly right. Having those in-between divisions bridge the gap between uh, maybe more general population versus, um, you know, the extremists that are actually in bodybuilding or maybe women's physique. So now that you have bikini competitors who, um, you know, essentially walk around like everyday fitness models, so to speak, respectfully. I mean, they work very hard. I think that that has really uh, just made everyone aware of all the divisions. Uh, I think it's made our society more aware of fitness, to be honest. And not only just the NPC, but I think some of the natural federations have done a good job at promoting the sport. And uh, now that we have more participants, you know, I just remember my client numbers from back in, you know, 2002 or 2010, how many people were competing then versus I want to say around 2013 was when bikini struck. And uh, I didn't really feel like a coach until around then, to be quite honest. So I think uh, popular by demand with the new divisions has definitely helped. I, I agree exactly what you just said about that timeline, because there was a point in my career where I intentionally bifurcated and hid my physique sport world coaching career from my general population nutrition career. We had the diet doc as a company that was the front facing the general population. And then a totally separate website and experience, you know, perfectpeaking.com. And, and I felt like that was necessary. And Social media had a lot to do with this because now we put communication in the hands of people. So a lot of people at large just would never even come in contact with anything to do with aggressive fitness and bodybuilding. And now, like you said, it's become normalized that those divisions have bridged that gap. And instead of thinking it's, it's, a, it's an oddity, as you said, I think a lot of people actually gain inspiration from it. And, and we have a lot of clients who will never even compete on a stage, 
yet they want to look like these people now. And so I really do think there's been just a homogenization of it. And, and I think that benefits a lot of people. Absolutely. And I think it's been awesome. It's been great for the sport. And, uh, you know, the competitions are much stiffer now than they used to be. Well, there was there was even a point in time where I, I kind of left coaching as a physique sport uh, entity. And, and I just thought, OK, if, if th- these are not two things that really merge well, I'm going to pick this horse and ride it. This this is what I love to do with the diet doc and programming for, for you know everyday people. And then as, as things started to, to blur, that line was was just not there anymore. It has really become fun again. And now, like I said, I have a lot of those people from every walk of life who want that aggressive look and, 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 and you know, even, even muscle gain. Like a lot of people just, just want to take their bodies as far as they can. I'd say even more so now I have people who sign up just to lose weight. And then they send that one email that's like, you know what? I'm really considering doing a show now. <laughs> right. And that's always a lot of fun when that happens. Exactly. <laughs> Awesome. Well, everybody, we are going to move on into a five-part series, continuing to talk about the trends that I think you can expect to see. And the next we're going to talk about are some of the organizational evolutions of the sport. So um, stay tuned, and we'll be back with that one in Contest Prep University.